Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The Tech Beat. The Tech Beat. With Andy Wells. Are video games a problem for someone you know? Would you consider it to be a health problem? Well, the World Health Organization now officially recognizes gaming disorder with the approval of the 11th revision of the International Statistical Classification of Diseases and Health-Related Problems. Now, according to the World Health Organization, for gaming disorder to be diagnosed, the behavior pattern must be of sufficient severity to result in significant impairment in personal, family, social, educational, occupational, or other important areas of functioning, and would normally have to be evident for at least 12 months. So, is this a good thing? Well, the global video game industry is asking for the decision to include gaming disorder to be reversed. To find out more, joining me is Ron Curry, CEO at the Interactive Games and Entertainment Association. Hi, Ron. Hey, Andy. Firstly, before we get to the request for the reversal of this decision by the World Health Organization, does the video game industry globally recognize that there are some health issues that can arise with people who enjoy video games? Look, I think it's fair to say that health and wellbeing issues can arise any time a person has an unhealthy engagement with any activity. Now, that activity could be exercise, it could be overeating, it could be undereating, um, and certainly, you know, binge television watching, but certainly that shouldn't exclude games. So we, we definitely acknowledge that issues can arise, whatever the engagement is that a person's got. We also counter that by having to understand that games can be, you know, great for stress relief. It's a great way to engage. It's a great way of being with family and an opportunity to learn. But if there's an unhealthy attachment to that, certainly something needs to be done about it. Yeah, absolutely. But I guess what does it say when the World Health Organization then declares an official health problem? Yeah, and that's the problem you know, we have with it is that we believe and there's, there's evidence around that says that just saying that there's a gaming disorder and that's the problem to us is the problem. Quite often, if there is this unhealthy engagement, it's an underlying issue that a person has. And our concern is, is that by giving an oversimplistic view, this is a gaming disorder, is really hiding um, what should be diagnosed. Do you think that it actually hurts the video games industry to have gaming disorder included in this uh, classification of diseases and related health problems? I think it's more important to worry about does it hurt the people who are playing the games. And I get back to my earlier point that you know, if you have an underlying issue that really needs treatment, then you need to identify what that is and don't oversimplify it. I don't think it makes a lot of difference to the industry per se, but what we need to do is make sure that our players aren't stigmatised with a disorder that may not really exist. It does feel like we've maybe stepped back well, 10 or more years to that um, stereotypical uh, idea of what a video gamer is, perhaps. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, when you have the majority of the population playing games and the overwhelming majority of the, the population playing games, there'll always be some people with problems. We, we should acknowledge that. And, you know, the industry has to acknowledge that. But it shouldn't um, then point out that, that this is because they are a gamer. There is a whole swathe of issues that, you know, are environmental, that are family, that are, that are that maybe political, that they're social, um, that could be impacting on the issue. Gaming is just one of the many things. Okay, so back to the decision for a request or uh, okay, so back to the decision for request or a, a reversal of that uh, decision um, from the World Health Organization. What does the video game industry feel needs to be done in this area instead? We feel that the, the decision itself wasn't guided by any sufficient level of research or, or data or analysis. There was no collaborative research done. The industry wasn't consulted. The wider 
um, health industry wasn't consulted on it either. So what we're saying is, yeah, let's have a robust conversation. Let's have an inclusive review. But let's make sure that we canvass the research widely. Now, if we look at people or, or associations like the American Medical Association, the American Psychiatric Association and their Psychological Association, each of those has declined to adopt the gaming disorder. Now, that tells us we need to do some further work. Now, Ron, when my oldest daughter was five years old, she was biting her Nintendo DS out of frustration with the game she was playing. Uh, so we sold that on eBay and sent her to Little Athletics on a Saturday morning. Sounds like a great idea. But seriously, for anyone who does have concerns about their own or someone else's behaviour when it comes to video games, what is the best action? If you see or you know somebody who you think has a problem, you need to start the conversation with them. And I know I said this, and I don't mean to harp on it, but it's like any other problem if you got if you have a friend or a colleague or family member who has a well-being issue you need to start the conversation with them or with somebody who can help or influence them that's absolutely the very first step and first off we shouldn't just think because they do it a lot there's a problem we should understand with is there a problem with what they're doing they could be doing it in quite a minimum amount of time and it's a problem or a lot of time and it's a problem let's understand first if there's a problem and then help that person <laughs> The Tech Beat will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au. Okay, now specific to video games, are there any good online resources on this topic uh, you can point us to? Um, I probably wouldn't recommend anywhere online at the moment. Start with your GP. Have the conversation with them and allow them to guide you on the next step. Ron, this is a, it's a great topic for discussion and I do hope the conversation does continue globally. Thanks again for your time today. Thanks, Annie.